Hello, everyone, and welcome to the inaugural episode of the Brain Ladle Trivia Challenge. I am your host, Davo. With me are my two trivia buddies. This is Caps. And this is Neil. And this is a informal sort of trivia challenge, but uh, I hear you wondering out there, what the hell is a brain ladle? Well, I like to envision the brain as a big bowl of beef stew. And some people's beef stew is just meat and potatoes, which is delicious. But, you know, some other people like peas. Some people like carrots. Some people like those little weird pearl onions that are so goofy. So, And the brain ladle is stirring the brain up and drawing out all the goodness. I think that's a type of person who has those pearl onions and peas of weird knowledge, facts, and information that bubbles up to the surface, hits the spoon, you eat it, and it's delicious. Hey, Kel, can I ask you a question? Let him. Do you have any idea what he's talking about? I zoned out after um, he said his name. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Total respect for you guys. Thank you very much. <laughs> so what a brain ladle does is it gets all the good information out, and that's what this quiz is all about. Weird, esoteric information about a topic. And I was thinking to myself, since this is the inaugural issue, and I, I like a brain ladle, I'm going to think of a, of just a topic that not this knowledge jeopardy stuff. We're thinking we're going to, all the questions are going to be related to one specific thing. And what was I thinking? I was thinking Texas. Nice. Like the state of Texas. Like the state of Texas. All things Texas. You're looking at me funny, Calvin. Why are you looking at me funny? It's, you know, it's... Just Texas. That's cool. Do you have a Texas animus? Not really. Just Dallas traffic. Dallas traffic is terrible. And then, like, Houston traffic. Houston traffic is terrible. And just the traffic. Well, it's important to note that we're recording this wonderful podcast from beautiful Fayetteville, Arkansas, a neighbor of Texas, and a much derided neighbor of Texas, if I might say so. <laughs> Would you agree, Arkansas native Kelvin? Wholeheartedly. Yes, I am not an Arkansas native, so I've just recently come into the Texas, anti-Texas vibe. You kind of fell right into the middle of a, you know, thing, I guess. Okay. A, a tiff, so to speak. A tiff. Yeah, just a bit. Something about the Southwest Conference, but anyway. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So what I wanted to do is Texas questions, but we're going to start with the basics. So question one, basic Texas stuff. Right. Texas has a very complicated history, as we all know. We're going to start right here. What year did Texas become a state? Is it 1829, 1836, or 1845? Start thinking the yellow rose of Texas as you're pondering this answer. Can you repeat the question or repeat the answers? What year did Texas become a state? 1829, 1836, or 1845? Maybe the Dallas theme? Maybe? To help you out with this? It didn't have words, though, did it? It didn't. I didn't think so. But I always heard it as... (laughs) So, it looks like Neil is ready and waiting. I am ready. Kells? I'm thinking about changing my mind. You're allowed to do that. 
Can I change my mind after I hear what Kelvin <laughs> changed his mind to? Not after. It's all pre-mind, not post-mind. <laughs> Come on. I, I think I'm ready. Okay. I don't know why he's writing so much down for a multiple choice question. Yeah, there's like three. It's A, B, or C. So I like to write my answers out. I will not be judged by YouTube. You, you, you will not face any judgment. I apologize. Neil, AKA peanut gallery. Wow. <laughs> so Neil, since you were done first, which, what is your answer? I vaguely remember right after I went to college in Texas, right after I started, or right before I started, I vaguely remember that right before I started that they had their sesquicentennial which would have put it in 1836. I went with 1836. The correct answer is 1845. That's what I changed from. 1845. Arkansas joined in 1836. Did they now? Yeah. Now that I think about it, didn't Arkansas have their sesquicentennial in 1836? I would think so. I, I was 10. I don't know. Oh. I was 10 years old in, in uh, where was I? Arizona. So I don't know anything about Arkansas. I was looking forward to turning one in Camden, Arkansas. Okay. The inaugural question of the inaugural episode of the, the inaugural Brain Ladle podcast. Both the participants got wrong. Yes. We can only go up from here. Well, that's not technically true. No, it's not, but I'm hopeful. <laughs> Number two. Texas became a state after it had declared its independence from the Republic of Mexico. How many years was Texas an independent nation? Was it five years, 10 years, or 20 years? I'm locked in. That was rapido. (laughs) Can I hear the options one more time? Good, sir. Five years, 10 years, or 20 years? I flipped a virtual coin in my head. Was it a three-sided coin? Because it's it in was. your head. It can be. It was, yeah. I'm locked in. Okay. Kelvin. I'm with 10. 10? I said five. The correct answer is 10 years. Sweet Georgia Brown. I'm on the board. Ding. I'm just getting warmed up. I understand. You're limbering those the, that brain ladle up. <laughs> Texas, as we're talking about, is the second largest state in the union both in size and population. But just what exactly does that mean? Which European nation is comparable in size to Texas? Is it Germany? Is it France? Or is it Spain? Physical size or population size? Physical size. I am locked in. Locked in Kells. Neil, you locked in? I am. What are you, What is your answer, Kelvin? I went with France. Francais. What is your answer, Neil? Uh, I also said France. Well, France is the right answer. Both of them are on the board. Yes. And how many points do we get per question? Neil, how many points do we get? Uh, each question is worth 10 points. Wow. Ten points. Oh, I just sounded it. There's some value there. All right. Final question in your basic Texas knowledge. The capital of Texas is anyone? Austin. Austin. Oh, I thought that was the question. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I know oh, this no, one. No, 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 no. We're we're searching for more than a than a pearl onion. We're going for a pea. 
The capital of Texas is Austin. <laughs> Who is this city named for? And no, I will not accept Mr. Austin. I am locked in. Locked in. Locked in? Yes. Neil, what are you locked in with? I believe it was Stephen Austin. I also went with Stone Cold Stephen F. Austin. <laughs> the correct answer is Stephen F. Austin. Congratulations to both. <laughs> Stephen F. Austin was essentially the father of Texas and the Republic's first Secretary of State. So he's a very notable figure in Texas history. Yes. So I have a couple of pearl onions. I, that's the word of the day. Pearl onions. A couple of pearl onions about uh, Texas. Some basic stuff. Would you like to hear them? Sure. As long as you got them, I guess. Yeah. I got them. So. I mean, do we have a choice? Really? <laughs> no. So Texas has the 11th largest GDP in the world. So to compare it to another American state, California has the sixth largest. So if these states were nations by themselves, California would be France and Texas would be Canada. It would be Canadian. It would be Canada. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. So my other nugget is while Texas was a republic, an independent nation, they had three presidents. The first and third. <laughs> Can I guess? Yes. Was it Sam Houston? It was Sam Houston. Sam Houston was the first president and the third president. Uh, Mirabeau Lambert was the second I was not getting that one. No one would ever get that one. And Anson Jones was the final president of the nation of Texas. Anson Jones. Anson Jones. They each served. The term was three years for a president. So Anson was the guy who signed over Texas to the United States to allow it to join the United States as a state. Which Texans have resented ever since. Utterly. I was about to say, do they not like him? Because I've never heard of Anson Jones. Apparently, they don't like him at all. They love that Sam Houston. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a Jones Road in Houston somewhere, but I don't know if it's the same Jones. There's a lot of Joneses. They're hard to keep up with. Yes. Uh, <laughs> beautiful. Man. Oh, man. He shoots his first child after you That was beautiful. <laughs> all right. So, after the first round. Delvin's got 30 and Neil has 10. 20, 20. 30 to 20. 30 to 20. Yeah. Well, now we're moving to, into Neil's favorite category. Sports. Sports. <laughs> yes. Neil loves sports. Neil, how much do you love sports? I love sports on a scale of 0 to 10. Yes. Negative 5. The, well, this is going to be a fun, fun section of the game for you. I'm just going to go ahead and mark my scores. Okay. Pre. All right. Well... I, I kept in mind how much you love sports and tried to make them a little more esoteric. So, question one. Texas loves football. I think that's... Understatement. Understatement of the year. True. You are correct. <laughs> Within two, how many Division One schools are in the Lone Star State? Talking about football here. So how many Texas schools play Division I or FDS <laughs> football? 
I'm locked in. Locked in, Neil. Locked, locked in. in. Yeah. All right, Neil. What do you got? So here's the one, the ones I could think of were uh, Texas, mm-hmm. Austin, Baylor, uh, Houston, mm-hmm. Rice, mm-hmm. SMU, UTEP, A and M, and Texas Christian, which gives you a total of eight. Eight. Kelvin, what is your number? I feel very upset because I did not think of SMU. Mm-hmm. I, on the other hand, got UTEP, Rice, Houston, Baylor, Texas Tech, Texas, uh, A&M, TCU. I came out with nine. The correct answer is 12. Who did you, you universally missed a few. So let me read them off. The 12 schools that play Division I football, TCU, okay. Houston, Yes. Texas, yes. Texas A&M, mm-hmm. Baylor, mm-hmm. Texas Tech. Did anybody get Texas Tech? I said Tech. Yeah. You said Tech. I, I didn't get Tech. Rice, okay. SMU, mm-hmm. UTEP, I got UTEP, UTSA, the University of Texas at San Antonio. They play Division One football? They do. Okay. Texas State plays Division One football. The Bobcats? The Bobcats play I've Division One football. i heard of Texas State. And North Texas. They're like Eagles or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, can't win them all. Can't win them all. You guys were both close. Not close enough. But no cigar. So I feel okay about that one because Kel missed it too. <laughs> <laughs> Question two. So the four major team sports in the United States are basketball, football, baseball, and hockey. Has a team from Texas won a championship in each of those sports? So in totality, has a team from Texas won the championship in each of those sports? Talking professional and... Professional. Just professional. Professional majors? Professional major team sports. So has a Houston team won the World Series, the NHL championship, the Stanley Cup, the NBA championship, and... The uh, World Series. Has a team from Texas done it? You're locked in. Uh, Yeah. Okay, you're locked in. So, Kelvin, what have you got? Yes. What have we got, Neil? I believe the answer is true. The answer is indeed true. Made true by the Houston. Made true this year. Made true this year. Really? Yeah. There had not been a Texas team to win the World Series until Houston did. I mean, really, the Astros won the World Series? (laughs) Negative five, right? So in the NFL, Dallas has won a bunch of Super Bowls. In the a bunch. In the NBA, San Antonio, Houston, and Dallas have all won championships. Eight total. Yeah. Uh we have one in baseball mm-hmm. and one in hockey. So the Dallas Stars. Question three. What is the state sport of Texas? This is the question. Yes. It was phrased as a question. I mean, it's the only one I asked. Naturally. Well, sometimes you ask questions that aren't really the question. Well, I'm keeping you on your toes. State sport. The state sport of Texas. Uh, I feel like this is where you get burned with going with the obvious. Could be. Are you locked in? I am locked in. 
believe I'm locked in with the wrong answer, but you know. Okay. Neil, what is your answer? Well, the obvious question, as I'm sure Kel was thinking, is football. Uh-huh. I went with a slightly less obvious of rodeo. Rodeo. Kells, what do you got? Um, I like the challenge. Neil, did you live in Texas? I did. For about eight years. I like to have this stricken from the records. Because <laughs> I feel like this is set up for me to fail. But I went with the obvious football, knowing that it was wrong. But I'm very interested to find out what the real answer is. The correct answer is rodeo. And I have been set up again. <laughs> you fell into my cleverly laid traps. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> be my cricket or something. <laughs> Final question in the sports category. Hey, Kelvin, Texas loves football. Do they? They do. I've never heard that before. So, within two thousand. What is the seating capacity of the largest high school football stadium in Texas? Now, for clarification, yes, does this mean where a high school team is able to play or the stadium that is actually present at that school? Where this means the, uh, the location, it's designed for high school play. Designed for the high school, okay. Yeah. So it's not like when high school teams play at the Astrodome. Not at all. Okay. This all is right. this the primary use of the stadium is high school football. I'm locked in. Okay. I'm locked in. Kelvin. Only with twenty thousand. Okay. I just guessed twenty five thousand. The correct answer is twenty thousand five hundred. The name of the stadium is Toyota Stadium in Frisco, Texas. The Football Club Dallas, the MLS professional soccer team, also plays there. Really? Yes. So, technically, the largest exclusively high school stadium, nothing else happens there but college, but high school football, is Memorial Stadium in Mesquite, Texas, which holds 20,000. On the nose? On the nose, Kelvin. Very good job. So, what are the scores? Well, I feel pretty good about that sports round because Kelvin and I each got 20, bringing the total to 40, 10, 40 to 50. Excellent. In Kel's favor. It's a rollicking game so far. <laughs> the next category I went with for my Texas exploration was television. What is the name of the Texas town that is the home of King of the Hill? Locked in. Holy moly. So, Kelvin, Kels, what have you got? Is it Arlene? Oh, Arlene. <sighs> Neil? It's Arlen. It's Arlen. A-R-L-E-N. That is exactly how I spelled it. Will you verify that, Neil? See verification? Okay, yeah. Give you the point since you wrote it down but mispronounced it. It is Arlen, Texas. Arlen. The creator of King of the Hill is Mike Judge. Uh, Arlen, Texas is entirely fictional, but it was inspired by a certain Dallas suburb. Was it Arlington? It was not. That Dallas suburb is Richardson, Texas. It's where Mike Judge lived for a time. So question two is is a television classic. Who shot J.R.? This was a landmark television event. 
May I ask what year this happened? 1981. Really? Mm-hmm. 81? 81. Um, I'm locked in. I don't have the correct answer, but I am locked in. Neil, do you have a, an answer locked in? You know, I was too young to watch it. Right. And I kind of knew the whole who killed JR thing. I'm really hazy on who actually did it. And I'm probably getting it mixed up with some other show, but I feel like it turned out to all be a dream and nobody shot him. Well, that would be an answer. Yeah, that's my answer. That's okay. what I wrote down. Nope. Was nobody. So your answer is who shot JR? No one. It was all a dream. I, Kills. I wrote that his wife. Well, you're both incorrect. The dream part was Bobby Ewing being dead and the whole season being a dream. That really kind of, yes, Patrick Duffy. The correct answer is uh, Kristen. Kristen was Sue Ellen's sister. Sue Ellen was JR's wife, and Kristen was her sister and JR's mistress, who was pregnant with JR's baby. I feel like I need to watch this now. You really don't. (laughs) You really don't. But speaking of Patrick Duffy, it makes me want to see if I can find reruns of The Man from Atlantis. Because that was awesome. Yeah. I I bet the theme to that show was better than Miami Vice's. Miami Vice had the greatest theme. (laughs) The greatest TV theme song of all time. That is... That is incredibly true. That is wildly incorrect. No. This is a long-lasting debate. Neil, can you be a tiebreaker? Uh, It was somewhere in the middle. It It was entertaining. Your ambivalence just fueled the debate. Why are you doing this? To fuel the debate. <laughs> <laughs> Miami Vice is an amazing thing. Like, I don't know what your problem is. All right, moving on to question three before I get too upset. Jan Hammer, by the way. Yeah, Jan. Jan. Jan Hammer. Yes. Hey, if he can say Arlene, I can say Jan. You d- <laughs> as long as you spell Fair it play. Right. Fair play. If you spell it right, you can pronounce it how you want to. So question three. Chuck Norris will personally come after you if you get this question wrong. What was Walker, Texas Rangers' first name? I'm locked in. <laughs> Already. I mean, I feel like he knows it. I feel like he's got it. What? It, and, and Kelvin is flailing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> None of the punches are connected right now. Gotta get your defenses up. <laughs> I just keep getting ridiculous things on. Um, nope. Nope. Okay. Neil feels incredibly confident, though. No, I don't. Oh, well, you had... <laughs> your answer was so quick, I thought you were yeah, like, I got this. I- I've never seen an episode of the show. What? And probably won't, so... Not I just, even for the comedy? I just picked a name. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I got a name. <laughs> Neil, what's your got a name? John. Okay, what's your got a name? Marshall. You're both so wrong. <laughs> and this is why this show is so funny. This is why this show is the height of unintentional comedy. His actual first name is Cordell. Cordell Walker. <laughs> I love it. Cordell. With two L's. God bless you, Dad. I don't know why you watch that show. <laughs> I understand Chuck Norris was your guy for a while, but it was a terrible show. So, the final TV question from... 
Texas. We're going to talk about a show called Austin City Limits. Now, Austin City Limits has been on the air since 1976. Bringing authentic live music to the masses in a stripped-down setting. Picture MTV Unplugged before MTV. And, and mostly plugged in. And a lot of plugged in. Okay, fine. What legendary country artist was featured on the pilot episode? Was it Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, or Johnny Cash? What year? 76. I am locked in with an answer, good sir. All right. I am also. Neil, what have you got? I I know Waylon Jennings is really popular. I don't feel like Willie really ever got uh, the recognition he deserved. So? I went with Johnny Cash. Oh. He seems the most... Uh, the most Austin City Limits ish. Okay. To me. I also went with the man in black just because he was born in Kingsland, Arkansas, which is in my neck of the woods. Very nice. Yeah. But you're both wrong. Is it Waylon It was Willie Nelson. Wow. And Willie Nelson went on the show specifically because of its style. He hadn't done other TV shows because they were overproduced. <laughs> and you don't really get to, he didn't feel like you could under, you know, appreciate his music. You got to get up there, and basically, it's like a nightclub setting or a, or a stage with a small audience, and you could really appreciate his music. He didn't want to be on, like, I don't think this was on the air at the time, but something like Top of the Pops in Britain or Solid Gold or anything like that. They wanted to do music. So, at the end of that round, Neil, what are our scores? Uh, Kelvin was 60 and Neil was 50. We're... Pretty much neck and neck. Yeah, you got to bridge that gap. You got this is your chance because we're talking about things that we both love. All of us here would love. We're talking about movies. Texas yeah. movies. I'm gonna be Kelvin in a movies question. Probably not, but you know I'm hopeful. Hey, don't don't put that energy out there because then I then I just flunk it. First question is No Country for Old Men won five Oscars, including Best Supporting Actor. For five points each, I will give you five points if you name the actor, and I will give you five points if you name the character. The one supporting. Yes, actor. the name of the actor, and the name of the character. I can tell. I've seen that look. <laughs> You're a cruel man, Dave. <laughs> No Country for Old Men. A very good movie. I'm locked in with an answer. Okay. Looks like Neil is still furiously writing. Well, fury. I don't think Neil does anything furiously. He's pretty... It's even keel. Even keel. Very... I, haven't, I haven't even written anything yet. <laughs> <laughs> so what would help me yes. would be if I could remember the name of anybody who was in that movie would you be opposed to me throwing out some actors who were in the movie as a bit of help for neil no i don't that. that's not fair no. i wouldn't it's it's cool well it had no, an all-star no, 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 cast no, no, no. huh it had an all-star cast yeah i know i know i don't but i don't want any i don't need any clues you don't need your I'll, hey, clues. I, i'll take my my zero can i can i give him clues no in a way that only i can give clues? no yes all right, it was that one guy from The Fugitive. It was also that one guy from The Goonies. And it was 
was also that one guy from Cheers. What about that girl? Oh, yeah. Um, what was she from? As soon as I can see her face, I'll be able to tell you. Okay. I'm pretty sure she didn't win Best Supporting Actor, so I'm okay with not knowing her. She didn't. <laughs> I would have been a first, though. Landmark. I forgot who played the wife. So did I. I have an idea in my head. Okay, I'm locked in. What do you got, Neil? Well, I kind of regret it immediately, but based on Kelvin's helpful clue of someone from Cheers, mm-hmm. I said Ted Danson. Okay. <laughs> but I'm guessing probably Woody Harrelson would have been a better guess, but uh, the way he's laughing, I could be wrong. And the name is Johnson. Johnson. <laughs> well, I'm going to say right off the bat, you're 0 for 2. Ted Danson. Because he's the guy from Cheers that went on to make all those movies. Uh, once you collect yourself, are you collected? I'm collected. What What are your answers? The actor was Javier Bardem. Yes, that is five points right there. And he played Psycho Killer. Yes. Anton Chigurh. He sure did. Ten points for Kelvin. Very nicely done. He was very frightening in that role. He was. I've I've seen clips. <laughs> I've seen YouTube clips of super scary things he's done. I haven't seen the movie. I apologize to everyone out there. I haven't seen it. It's fair. I mean, it's a movie, not Haley's Comet. Yeah, it'll come around. It's not going to be. I don't have to wait eighty six years for it to come around. I just want to say I didn't laugh that hard when 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 he got the football question wrong. I, I'm, I'm just sorry. throwing that out there. I, I mean, I'm not offended or anything, but it's... <laughs> Neil, you, you're absolutely right. That was unacceptable. That was a, little, a little uncalled for. <laughs> yeah. It was the tan, the Ted dancing threw me off. <laughs> that, that was genuinely funny. <laughs> okay, so just for my edification, were you referring to Woody Harrelson or was there somebody else? Uh, yeah, no, I was referring to Woody All right, okay, good. I, I mean, I told you, as soon, Shelly, as, I, as, soon as I wrote it down and circled it, I knew it was probably Woody Harrelson, but yeah, yeah, it was. Weird. But Ted Danson had a career after Three Men and a Baby. Hello, and Three Men and a Little Lady. A little lady. So, question to movies even has Texas in the title. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, arguably invented the slasher genre. Arguably, you can make the case. What notorious serial killer are the exploits? Of Leatherface said to emulate. Locked in. Leatherface is based on a real guy. No. Which makes me it should make you a little queasy. I'll give you choices even. You locked in without choices. I feel like you know who this is. I feel like I do too. Well, we'll throw the choices out there. Is it John Wayne Gacy? Is it Ted Bundy? Or is it Ed Gein? I'd say, look who's laughing now, but Neil isn't laughing. <laughs> well, I was really confident until you gave those answers, and I remembered another one that I hadn't thought of earlier. I'm laughing. Neil, what have you got? I My first instinct was Ed Gein. Okay. What have you got? Also, well, Ed Gein. The correct answer is Ed Gein. Dazed and Confused is considered a cult classic, and the film, along with Slacker, that brought uh, Richard Linklater to the forefront as a director. What high school was the center of the action? 
Got choices. Is it Johnson High? Is it Lee High or Kennedy High? I'm laughing. Okay, Kelvin. I went with Lee High. Lee High. I went with Johnson. The correct answer is Lee High. I have, and you could have done so many questions that I would have known the answer to, <laughs> but you had to go with the name of the high school, which is basically a random guess because nobody knows the name of the high school. Apparently they do. It's Lee High. I was able to find it. You didn't know it? Heck no, I haven't seen that movie. And Kelvin guessed it. Uh, yeah, I just guessed there, Are you saying there's no justice in the world? Uh, there's no justice for me. Oh, That's all I'm saying. Oh, oh, oh Neil. Okay, let's go on. Uh, question four. Texas loves football. Kel's still laughing at me for getting the questions wrong. He is. I'm just, not true. This is not true. I, I, I have to separate you guys. We've got to put up a little screen. <laughs> Texas loves football. In the film, Friday Night Lights, what is the nickname of the turbulent team from Permian High? Are they the Panthers? Are they the Cougars? Or are they the Wildcats? I am locked in. Mm -hmm. I am locked in. I have about as good a chance on this one as Kelvin did on the last one. So (laughs) I hope I get lucky. (laughs) Neil, what have you got? Well, never seen the movie or the subsequent TV show, which I assume is related to the movie. Yes. But when you asked the question, I was like, oh, it's some kind of cat. (laughs) Because I remember seeing the logo and then you then listed three cats, which I mean, you could have gone like cowboys and the bears (laughs) and 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 the and the pumas or something. And (laughs) so which one of the three cats that I gave you as choices did you go with? I just. Should I just pause while Kelvin catches his breath? No. I, mean, I seem to be really giving him a lot of amusement today. <laughs> Your struggles he finds incredibly hilarious. It's only the way you're phrasing it. It is hilarious. I, I went with the Wildcats. Go with the Wildcats. I went with the Panthers. Well, the Panthers are correct. And I recognize now that we are really giving Neil short shrift. I mean, I think the hints that I'm given are a little too on the nose, a little too... A little too close. I mean, we'll diversify here in a bit. (laughs) Category four? Uh, Five? This has been so much rollicking fun, I lost track. It has. Would you like a score update before? I would. I forgot about that because I figured Kelvin would be stepping on your throat. (laughs) Well, in fact, Kelvin, Kelvin did sweep that round, bringing his total to 100. Yes. And I am at 60. Still... Technically within range. Yes, it's not a it's not a complete dismantling yet. But we're going to talk about books. Uh-huh. Books set in Texas. Texas-based books. Lonesome Dove was written by Larry McMurtry and won the Pulitzer Prize for Fiction in 1985. And it became a legendary TV miniseries, which is a very, very good miniseries. I watched it. I loved it. For five points each. Give me the names of the retired Texas Rangers who ran the White Hat Cattle Company. I am locked in. Neil. So this is another one of those where there's a number of questions you could ask me about the book that I could have gotten. <laughs> um, so having said that, I'm nearly positive the correct answers are Smith and Wesson. That Smith and Wesson played an important part in the book. 
That is not the correct answer. Ah, darn it. Shucks. Kelvin? Oh, with um, Cordell Walker and <laughs> Nolan Ryan. Two admirable Texas Rangers. And both retired. Both retired. So, in a way, you're right. But in the actual way of the question, you're totally wrong. The answers are Cap- Captain Woodrow Call and Captain Augustus McRae. So I asked you a question about No Country for Old Men previously. Yes. It was a book first before it became a movie. Who wrote that book? And as a hint, he also wrote a book based out of Texas called All the Pretty Horses. I'm locked in. Neil just doesn't look happy. Oh, man. The anger coming off of him. It's not not anger. It's frustration. It's just coming off you. It's really really bringing me down. I'm I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to go with Kelvin so you can take a moment to gather yourself. Kelvin, what did you write? I wrote Elmore Leonard. Okay, that's an answer. I wrote the word man with two N's. (laughs) The correct answer is Cormac McCarthy. (gasps) Kelvin knew that. You could see it. Did did you know that? I've heard the name. Yeah, he... Mm -hmm. Where did I get Elmore Leonard from? I I really don't know. That's a person, though, right? Yes. Okay. Elmore Leonard exists. Okay. And he's an author. Yeah. So you're in the right ballpark. Question three. Joe Lansdale wrote a novella called Bubba Hotep. Set in the Shady Rest Retirement Home in East Texas. This was also a movie. What famous rock and roller must save the residents of the Shady Rest Retirement Home from a rampaging mummy? And for three bonus points, what is the name of the rock and roll's legends partner in the book and the film. I'm locked in. Waiting for a kill. I am locked in as well. Neil? So, I don't think I've ever seen this, but I know enough about it to... I believe it was Bruce Campbell who played Elvis Presley. And I just went with Carl for his sidekick based on a trivia question we had last week about blue suede shoes thinking maybe it was named after Carl Perkins you are correct it was Elvis Presley but your bonus is incorrect uh, Kelvin I wrote Elvis Presley mm-hmm. and the sidekick I wrote is Morocco Mole <laughs> <laughs> No bonus points this round, but you are both correct. The sidekick was John F. Kennedy. In the movie, John F. Kennedy is played by Ozzie Davis. <laughs> so it turns out... I, I don't see a problem there. It turns out that John F. Kennedy wasn't actually assassinated. It was faked. And that he is and a black tur- man. And he turned into a black man? And that he's a black man. That's how I always imagined it. Yeah, it fits. It, it, it fits. Helps me sleep night. Oh, the final question in the book round, round five. Texas loves football, guys. 
wrote Friday Night Lights. Are you locked in, Neil? Sure. <laughs> Man, his jaws clenched. His hands are all balled up. I'm being mischaracterized. <laughs> I feel like that this has been a very frustrating round for you. Yeah, well, the last two haven't been that great. Well, I think the final round will be a little bit nicer to everybody. I wrote some really fun questions. Well, I'd really rather have one that's nicer to me and not to him. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I noticed a distinct lack of science or or, or math type questions. Because <laughs> that's that's just me. That Well, you're right. There was a distinct <laughs> lack. But it's nothing personal. I am locked in. Locked in. Neil. Yes. What do you got? It was Elmore Leonard. It was not. <laughs> you cheeky bastard. Kills, what have you got? I wrote Walt Whitman. It was not. <laughs> it was Buzz Bissinger. Buzz Bissinger. Feel like you just made that up. I really didn't. His first initials are his initials are HG, but he likes to go by Buzz because reasons. So we're heading into the home stretch, final round. Neil, what are the scores? Well, Kel didn't make any ground on me and vice versa. Oh. We've got the same one question right. I see. Finals or the current scores are 70 to 110. So here's what needs to happen to make this even more exciting than it already has been. You need to get all the questions right, and Kelvin needs to get all the questions wrong in this final round for you to tie. It's thrill a minute. I'm glad you guys are sticking with us to the end. Because the final category is music. Texas music. I got one answer for you. Well, it may come up. We'll see. It might get used four times. It might get used four times. So Dallas native Stevie Ray Vaughan is rightfully considered a guitar virtuoso music legend. He was tragically lost in a helicopter crash. In what year? 1989, 1990, or 1992? He opened up for his brother's band. I don't know if that's going to be a question coming up. It won't be. Okay. Because that's the Fab T-Birds, right? It was. Yeah. Who, in turn, was opening up for Pink Floyd. Wow. At the Astrodome in 19... I want to say that was 87 or 88. And then... I'm sorry, no. It wasn't Pink Floyd. It was The Who. Holy moly. That's a great build. And then, coincidentally, um, a couple of years later, I saw The Who at Alpine Valley, which is, Alpine Valley is that big outdoor amphitheater, Mm -hmm. which is the place that Stevie Ray was flying away from in his helicopter when he crashed. Oh my gosh. So what year was that? I remember hearing it on the radio, and I was leaving work. And I think that I was working there in 1990. Well, I love the way you came up with that answer. I thought that was beautiful. 
you're right. 1990 is the correct answer. I that's such a coincidental question because you having such a rich history with Stevie Ray Vaughan, seeing him and that's really cool. He was playing behind his head. He was he was it was amazing. You know he couldn't read music. Really? Yeah, he couldn't read notation. He just played. He just played. You don't have to know how to read the sign that says bathroom in order to use the toilet. Well, he was then he was a toilet that virtuoso. Is, that's deep, Colin. That's deep. Oof. I mean, Man. I didn't mean to drop it on y'all like that. But... Dropping some heavy stuff on us right there. So question number two. Within four, how many number one hits does Houston native Beyonce have to her credit? Within how many? Within four. Number one hit songs or albums? Songs. Songs. As a solo act? Yes. I'm locked in with the ants. Ooh, I don't feel comfortable with it. <laughs> it's ooh. Ooh. <laughs> ooh, I feel like it's way too much. But then it'll probably turn out to not be enough. Say within four. Within four, either way. Okay. Are you locked in, Neil? Sure. Are you locked in, Kelvin? No. Come on. Same. Come on, man. Okay. Neil. 20. Uh, 20. 20. Neil. Uh, Calvin, I'm sorry. 18. Well, you're both within four. The correct answer was 22. Um, Did you write 22? I, 22 I need first. to see it. I need to oh, see it. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll mark it out. Then we'll wait. Oh, okay. But you were both correct. You both fell within the, the four. 22 number one hits were for Beyonce. Sounded like a lot, and then I was like, Yeah, it's probably just close. Yeah, she has a lot. Yes, yeah, she does. Question number three Within five million, how many albums has Selena sold? Tragically cut down in her youth by a crazed fan. Horrible story, but the movie made Jennifer Lopez a household name. Yes, it did. Even more than when she was a fly girl. I didn't even know her name when she was a fly girl. Right. She's just a fly girl. She's a fly girl. After Selena, I fell in love with her. Jennifer Lopez? Yes. Well, actually, both. Yeah. I still can't watch the end of that movie. Too sad for it's, you? It's, it's, too, it's too rough? It's too much. Uh, I'm locked. locked in? Are we locked in, boys? Yeah. So we'll go with Kells first. Only 26 million. 26 million. I went with 40 million. I'm a little more optimistic than Kelvin is. Well, not optimistic enough. She has sold 60 million albums. I know how many albums she has. Like, she had a few, like two or three, but one really hit big. Yeah, that was a, like a crossover album. Yeah. 60 million. This is the final question before the ultra mega lightning. Multiple choice. Oh my God, Neil's so far behind. He's got to pull a miracle out of his nose round. What year did ZZ Top form? Is it 1965, 1969, or 1974? I was driving around Texas one day and came across this little town called LaGrange. And I'm like, well, that's a real place. <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> that's kind of awesome. <laughs> Are they from LaGrange? Uh, I don't know. They have no, a song they called. A they have a song called Lagrange. Okay. Very uh -huh, famous. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Yeah. Oh, that's called Lagrange. Yes. I didn't know. That. I know that song, but um. Yeah. These things about that East Texas town. Mm hmm. Hmm. We locked in. Locked in. 
Neil? Uh, 69. 69. Oh, 65. correct answer is 1969. 1969. That which means they are older than I thought they were. Because <laughs> they the band's me, as old as I am. Because to me, they came across as a band during the 80s with like uh, legs and sharp dressed man. That's when I first heard them. And all the stuff from the 70s, like LaGrange and Pearl Necklace and all that stuff, I heard much later. So that is the end of our challenge. End of regulation, so to speak. Yes. End of regulation. Can we get a score update? Kelvin has 130 points. Neil has 100 points. Made up a little ground. A little bit. Final question. This is a bet it all, bet nothing. Do what you like. For the grand prize, the winner of today's tournament. The winner of the biggest quiz in America, except for Alaska, the Texas-sized quiz. Here we go. Are you guys ready? Yes. Question. Do we wager before we hear exactly what the question is? <laughs> the uh, the category is cities. Texas cities. Okay. Cities in Texas. My wager is written down. Okay. The final question of this Texas size challenge. Ten cities. Give you full credit if you give me seven. Ten of the largest cities in Texas. A huge state. Neil, name those cities. In no particular order, I went with Waco, Houston, Dallas, Austin. I got a little bit fuzzy here. I know Fort Worth is a separate town separate city some of these a couple of these others i'm not well mostly arlington i think arlington is a separate city and i think it's pretty big but i don't really know that area very well i couldn't really think of any other places in houston that were uh specific cities anyway so i went with the waco houston dallas austin fort worth arlington san antonio el paso galveston and Corpus Christi is the one I'm probably least comfortable with. Kelvin, what have you got? All right, in no particular order, except for number one. Um, Houston, mm-hmm. Dallas, mm-hmm. Austin, mm-hmm. San Antonio, El Paso, Corpus Christi, Lubbock, Fort Worth, Arlington, and Waco. You both have seven of the ten. Both of you said Waco, and Waco isn't in there. It was like one of the only Texas cities that was covered up with. So here are the 10 largest. Okay. Houston, San Antonio, Dallas, Austin, Fort Worth, El Paso, Arlington, Corpus Christi, Plano, mm. and Laredo. I completely forgot about that. So you each have seven of the 10. Congratulations to both of you. you. Now the all-important wagers. Comes down to the wagers. Comes down to the wager. We're going to go with Neil because of his wager. His is the most drama-filled. Neil, what did you wager? I decided to go big and bet 100 points. 100 points. my total to 200. Total score, 200. 
Kelvin, you've been dominating this entire match. Well, again, I'm not sure dominating. We're going to go with dominating. <laughs> oh, I'm so upset with myself. Did uh, you, what did you bet? You, you wagered 100. Mm-hmm. Bringing you up to 200. 200. What did you bet? What did I have? 130. <laughs> I wish 70 points. We're tied. How did how did you come up with seven? Oh, because you wanted to tie it. <laughs> We're tied. So this brings up something we hadn't really talked about. Have? I didn't think what happened. <laughs> we should have planned for it. So of the last one, of the last question, yes. Did we both get the same number? Did we both get? It? How many? So what did you get? I got eight. Okay. I I did Houston, Dallas. Austin, San Antonio, El Paso, Corpus Christi, Lubbock, Fort Worth, Arlington, and Waco. You both got eight. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's the right way to break a tie or not. but No, it's... we got to break a tie with a tiebreaker question. Oh. We have to break the tie with the tiebreaker question. Okay, I've got I've got my tiebreaker question. Is it sudden death? Sudden death. Sudden death. You guys have... It's a miracle comeback. <laughs> Again, he wasn't really that far ahead. Yeah, I mean, he, he killed it in that, that last category. You have no drama in your soul, Neil. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to be fair. <laughs> the tiebreaker question. Closest one to the correct answer. Wins it all. What is the population of Texas as of 2017? And I have a very precise answer. So you need to be the closest. I have an answer. Okay. All right. (laughs) Okay. Estimated population of Texas in 2017 is 28.449 million. 28.449 28.449 million. That feels bad now. Kelvin, what is your number? I wrote 30 million. 30 million. Neil, what is your number? You know, I was going to do something clever like write 30 million and one or 29 million, 999,999. I actually wrote 30 million. <laughs> Are you serious? I did. Come on, man. What do you call a tiebreaker that doesn't break ties? So we dove deep into the rule book, looking for every possible solution, but it would appear, ladies and gentlemen, that Neil and Kells have tied this inaugural episode, this inaugural quiz. Apparently, Texas is big enough to hold both of you. An amazing comeback by Neil. A perfect tie. I, mean, I really, I mean, I was only like 40 points down. It was an epic comeback. <laughs> one for the ages, really. The tie has happened. Typically, the winner of the quiz gets to read questions the next week. But since there are no winners, there are no losers, it is a tie. I'll let you guys fight amongst yourselves. So thank you very much for listening to this inaugural episode of the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast. I have been your host, Davo. With me, as always, is... 
chaos. And Neil, thank you very much. The preceding podcast was presented by Brain Ladle Productions, all rights reserved.